Buff Show, sponsored by the Buff Show LLC. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hour every day of the week and all day Sunday. Dollar off drafts and house wines, $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events. Tonight it's trivia night. Tuesday's half pound burgers, just five bucks. Liam Fitzpatrick's does catering and has a private room for your meetings and parties. Mention the Buff Show. Get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. LiamFitzpatrick's.com. Veritas Tactical. Tactical. A family and law enforcement owned company where you can get custom built ARs with purpose built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Six Hour, Smith & Wesson and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses and force on force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full time gunsmith on site, Sarah coding services, laser engraving and more. Mention the Buff Show and get a $25 discount on courses. You'll find Veritas Tactical at 207 North Goldenrod Road, Suite 200 in Orlando. Contact Veritas Tactical, 407-309-3000, 407-309-3000, and at VeritasTactical.com. Veritas Tactical. Hey, Central Florida, are you ready for solar power? They call all solar energy, Florida's premier solar provider. With 20-plus years in the solar and energy conservation products industry, they take a genuine whatever is best for the customer stance in every decision they make. All Solar Energy provides thermal solar for pool heat, domestic water heating, solar electric panels, radiant barrier, attic insulation and fans, ICR HVAC, energy efficient windows, and so much, so much more. more. And in July only, get a free home generator with the install of a home energy reduction package. Just mention the Buff Show. Call 866-412-4218. 866-412-4218. Or go online to allsolarenergy.com. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. We know the thing, Joe. It's time for the Buff Show. 120 days. Give me a break. Right, Joe. A great lineup today on the Buff Show. And Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. Corn Pop and everyone else is welcome to call into the show. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Join the conversation. I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. And here's your host, Matt Buff. Today is July 5th, 2021, and you are listening to The Buff Show on 94.9 FM, 950 on that AM dial, The Answer Orlando. Happy Independence Day out there to all of my patriotic brothers and sisters, and happy Independence Day even to you unpatriotic ones, too. We didn't forget you. I am the one and only Max Power, your faithful co-host of The Buff Show. We gave Matt Buff the night off. He's taking a well-deserved rest, but he's probably listening to this broadcast right now. we got a Amazing Pete on the bridge. Make sure to check out TheAnswerOrlando.com and on your Alexa devices, which you shouldn't be having in your home anyway. Check out Salem now for new videos. We are broadcasting live from the Liam Fitzpatrick studio here. Get your social media links, news links, links to podcasts, past interviews, shows, and more at www.thebuffshow.com. The buff stops here. Feel free to call into the show with any questions, comments, concerns, or petty grievances. We'll listen to them all at 407-774-8255. Now, on this July 5th, 2021... There's really something special about the 4th of July. I've loved it ever since I was a kid. There's something about being in the full swing of summer, 
the barbecues, the red and white blue cakes, pool parties, running around at night watching fireworks here in Florida, unlike uh, back home in New York, my former home. We get to set off fireworks of our own without worrying about getting arrested. Back in New York, you actually have to worry. You have to look over your shoulder and worry about the cops arresting you, taking your car, taking you to jail, all that kind of thing. Doesn't sound like freedom, does it? But as we celebrate the 4th of July, it is important to remember that the Declaration of Independence was the product of the best and brightest of the 13 colonies coming together and uniting as one in the face of tyranny. Doctors, lawyers, pharmacists, scientists, philosophers, printers, journalists, they all got together and they risked their lives and their livelihood to give generations to come the freedom that we take for granted. And I was talking about this just a little while ago before coming to the station tonight. I was having a barbecue with some very good friends of mine, good American people, and they understand exactly what it means for the 4th of July. Now, think Consider this, okay? 56 men signed the Declaration of Independence, knowing full well that signing that piece of paper meant certain death if they were captured by the British. Out of those 56, five were captured by the British and tortured to death as traitors. Twelve had their homes ransacked and burned. Two lost their sons in the Continental Army. Nine fought and died from their wounds during the Revolution. And roughly half of the original 56 saw everything that they owned confiscated, they lost their families, they lost every penny that they had, and died in poverty. And these guys knew exactly what they were getting into, because the last sentence of the Declaration of Independence, right above their signatures, reads as follows, quote, and for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Now, the current trend of the woke left is to judge the founding fathers by today's wokish standards, not the world that they lived in about 250 years ago. The current trend is to say that they were evil people because they were white Christian males, some of whom owned slaves. I even read one idiotic article that said that the revolution was a mistake because it created the most oppressive racist country in the world, the USA. And one moron wrote yesterday, just yesterday, on the 4th of July, that the only reason the colonies declared independence was because Britain was about to outlaw slavery. That just shows you the deaths of the mental sickness of the brain damage that these left crazy wackadoodles suffer from. Slavery was not abolished by Britain until 1833, 60 years after the revolution. So that stupid moron that wrote that article yesterday that said that the only reason that the colonies decided to declare independence was because Britain was going to outlaw slavery, totally and completely wrong. Nice try rewriting history. You can only evaluate people by looking at the world that they live in, not the world as it exists today. And by the standards that existed 250 years ago and the standards that normal, insane people have today, our founders were good men who did the world and generations to come a monumental favor. They sacrificed themselves for the benefit of posterity. And to think any differently is to show your ignorance and the failure of the public school system to teach real history. And to those woke leftists that like to judge, let me ask you this. How will future generations 200 years from now judge you?
Judge not, lest ye be judged. I remember reading that somewhere. So on this 4th of July, remember that freedom is never free. Tyranny is lurking right around the corner. And it's always just one election away. It takes vigilance, dedication, and education to keep our freedom. And remember, men and women died for you to have that barbecue that you had yesterday and today. Men and women died for you to shoot off those fireworks. Remember that and honor their memory. Now, we have some really good guests lined up for you, Patriots, tonight as you wind down your three-day holiday weekend. First up, we're going to talk to Anthony Sabatini, who is running for Congress here in Florida. Mr. Sabatini is currently serving as state representative in the Florida House of Representatives for District 32, which covers a chunk of Lee County right here in Central Florida. He's also a commissioned captain in the Florida Army National Guard. He's been commissioned as an infantry officer. But wait, there's more. He's also a practicing attorney, having graduated from the University of Florida, both as an undergrad and at law school. And he currently focuses on civil rights, constitutional rights, and property rights of individuals against the government. Now, Mr. Sabatini is running for the Republican nomination to challenge incumbent Congresswoman Stephanie Murphy in Florida's Congressional District Number 7. That's where we live right here. We're going to get him on the phone first. After Mr. Sabatini, we have Daniel Bibb, a practicing criminal defense attorney in Manhattan, New York City. He worked at the Manhattan District Attorney's Office as a prosecutor from 1982 to 2006, 24 years. He started off his career working alongside with Cyrus Vance, who is the elected district attorney in Manhattan now, who was also prosecuting the Trump Organization and Alan Weisselberg. And he also worked in the district attorney's office with Judge Juan Mershon, who is the judge presiding over the case. He's got some real insight into the case, the inner workings of how cases go down in Manhattan, basically how the sausage is made. And he's going to give us a skinny on the charges, what the defendants are facing, the evidence that's been made public, and how this is all likely going to shake out. He's also going to talk about Bill Cosby's win in the Pennsylvania Supreme Court just last week and how that decision is going to reverberate through the legal world. So this interview is brought to you by Eddie Tavares from the EXP Realty. If you are tired of paying rent and would like to own a house anywhere in Central Florida, call Eddie Tavares at 407-747-9944. Let's bring on our first guest, State Representative, National Guard Captain, Captain, Practicing Attorney, and Candidate for Congress. And of course, let's not forget, devoted husband to the lovely Francesca, Anthony Sabatini. Anthony, are you there with us? Hey, thanks for having me back on. Oh, we'd love to have you. Thank you for uh, coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, so basically, I-, I want you to know this is full disclosure for the audience. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I've never been either one. I've been registered no party my entire life except for one brief period of time where I was registered as an independent because uh, I thought independent meant no party and somebody clued me in on it when I was about 19 or 20 years old. Uh, But uh, so what I want you to do is I want you to sell me as one of those independent voters on why we should vote for you over comrade Stephanie Murphy. And did I say comrade? (laughs) I'm sorry. You just nailed it because I'm not a comrade. Okay. (laughs) Like she is. Whoops. Um, I tell people, listen, you know, and I'm with you, both parties have their issues. But there's only one party that's actually salvageable, and that's the Republican Party. And I'm a candidate that's going to help make the Republican Party an America First Party. We're going to take the principles that got Trump elected in 2016 and actually get them done and signed into law. The problem was, during his presidency, too many of the Republican elected officials were fighting against the 2016 agenda, fighting against cracking down on illegal immigration and our broken immigration system. 
fighting against better trade deals, fighting against ending the wars, fighting against actually reducing the role of and size of the federal government in our lives here in Florida. And Stephanie Murphy is a person that, just like a lot of the deadbeats in the Republican Party, uh, is for all those things. There, she represents a, a party that's completely A-OK with the slow decline of our nation into nothingness and the systematic destruction of the middle class. And I'm a candidate that will fight hand tooth the nail to save the middle class and the bedrock principles that made, that made the country great, the principles of the founding that you alluded to in the monologue at the beginning of your show, principles that have been abandoned by both political parties. So what we need is not partisanship, but patriots who are going to come and fix the Republican Party, and that's what I'm doing in the state level and at the local level right now in the party. It's one of the reasons why I'm a sworn uh, enemy of the Republican establishment in the state party itself. I'm the single most conservative, most America first elected official in the state. I'm the only guy with 100% rating from the American Conservative Union, which means I have to fight my own party to enact it, to help push the conservative agenda along with the Democratic Party. So I'm an independent mind, so that's why I think someone would trust me over a deadbeat like Stephanie Murphy, which, let's be completely honest, is just a puppet controlled by Nancy Pelosi. The reason why Nancy Pelosi three days ago, just put her on the January 6th commission. She's like her little pet, and she does everything she says, and she's a loyal little uh, steward for the Democrat Party, you know, corrupt Democrat Party, and that's why she's been put on that commission. One of only eight or or nine people that's on it. Well, good. You know, and and I've always said, if you're not aggravating people, then you're not doing something, you're doing something wrong, basically. If you're aggravating the Republican Party, then that means that you're doing something right. I'm glad you brought up uh, that whole thing about uh, the middle class. We're going to take a break in just a minute, but as soon as we, and I want you to stay with me through the break, but as soon as we get back, I'm going to launch into a couple of questions with you about middle class and about tax policy and about recovery for middle class people, working class people like myself and like these listeners that are uh, listening to the show right now. Uh, stay with us. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning is the official pressure washing company of The Buff Show. While Matt's doing the dirty so work far, on so the good. show, Action Plus Pressure Washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in Central Florida. They use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures, driveways, pool decks, houses, and commercial property. They even clean large and small parking lots and buildings. Wow! Action Plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance, one-time service to weekly service, mowing, weeding, edging, and trimming, and hauling away debris. You can get more than one service, and they offer bundle pricing. Check out their weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at actionpluspressurecleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please. Since 2012, Cellulartronics has been providing Central Florida with the best phone repair, electronics repair, and computer repair. They fix all electronics from iPhone, Samsung, Sony, and many more. They also do TV repair and fix your tablets. Right now, you can get a glass back cover for the iPhone 8 to an iPhone X for only $95. iPhone 11 and up back covers are only $120. They've got two locations to serve you, one in Sanford, the other in DeBerry. Visit Cellulartronics.com or call them at 386-516-6185. That's 
CellularTronics.com or call them at 386-516-6185. CellularTronics. You work hard for your money. Did you know when you pay rent, you're probably paying the landlord's mortgage? Eddie Tavares from EXP Realty can help you change that from helping you get pre-approved to finding your new home. Eddie Tavares will help you every step of the way. Call Eddie Tavares now at 407-747-9944. That's 407-747-9944. EddieTavares.exprealty.com. The buff stops here. A lot of people back there. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Do you miss me? They miss me. On AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. And we're back on the Buff Show. This is 94.9 FM, The Answer, Orlando, 950 on that AM dial. This is your co-host, Max Power. And we have Anthony Sabatini, a candidate for Congress, on the line with us now. Anthony Sabatini joins us as a representative from the Florida House of Representatives, District 32. He's a practicing attorney. He's also a commissioned officer in the Florida Army National Guard. And let's not forget, devoted husband to the amazing Francesca. Um, Mr. Sabatini, the other day, my wife and I went to Publix to buy food for our three sons. We got the basic staples, you know, bread, milk, fruit, etc. Bill was over $165. One year ago, that same shopping cart cost us $142. I dug up old receipts. After Publix, we stopped to fill up our gas tank. It cost me $47.50 to fill up that car. And again, I checked my receipts because I couldn't believe it. A year ago, that same tank cost us thirty-seven fifty. Every conscious economist that's out there that's showing any signs of brainwaves, signs of life, you name it, is saying that inflation is running rampant. The buying power of the dollar at home and abroad is getting weaker by the day. And that's why the price of basic things like food, gas, lumber, basic commodities is rising every single day. Now, my question to you is, what types of economic policies would you champion as a congressman to strengthen the dollar, stop inflation, and basically ease the pain to John and Jane Q. Public, the working folks like myself and the audience out there? Well, the first thing people need to understand is the inflation is really done by design. The elites who run the Democrat Party that have taken power really only care about helping themselves and not the middle class. So what they've done is flooded the money with printed money and more government spending and artificial bailout money. So there's all this paper money going around, but the amount of supply has not gone up. So therefore, the money buys, you know, the buy, you know, buying scarce goods causes the prices to go up, which causes, which is the, which is actually inflation. They're fine with that because they're making just as much money as ever you know, in the C-suites of Fortune 500 companies and the rest of it, and they're screwing the middle class as they go along, and they're completely and totally fine with that. So it's not accidental. It's not mismanagement. The Democrat Party is literally just disgusting and evil and completely fine with the systematic destruction of the middle class and the working class. So uh, that's the big thing that happens. The solution to the issue is, first of all, cutting government spending and cutting taxes and just allowing the the, uh, economy to operate freely. If you have 
goods, if you have increased demand because the economy is, in free, is flowing because you have low unemployment and you have a lot of people growing their businesses and going out and actually enjoying their lives and spending their money for their own livelihoods, then the economy is itself is healthier, grows faster, and everybody, all it basically all ships will rise with the rising tide. And that's, that's what would happen. So deregulation, cutting taxes, and really focusing on helping the working people, helping labor, American laborers, not just big woke companies. You know, one of the disappointments for me during the Trump years was the only thing that made it through in the Trump agenda was the tax cut. And the tax cut was great for the middle class and everything else. But why are we focused so much on cutting the taxes of these mega corporations that hate this country, hate the American laborers, hate the working people in this nation, and not just giving all the tax cuts to the middle class? The truth is that we would just cut, you know, another 10 percent from everybody's income taxes and other types of taxes at the state and local level uh, and make those deductible, then, uh, you know, you'd be really spurring investment and savings with the working people of the country. I could care less about the corporate tax taxes and the people in the highest you know wealthiest percentage they're not they don't have, they have no concern to me the elite woke liberals of this country which are 99 percent democrats we shouldn't be uh focusing on doing anything to help them in terms of tax cuts it should be focus should be on the middle and working classes that should be the position of the republican party and it's my position you know you're going to have to fight the Republicans on that because, you know, small government Republican is just about as an endangered species as an anti-war Democrat right about now. Yes. Yeah, we're in a real you – know, everything is changing right now. The fumes of the old Republican Party are still there. They're still, still, they're still in control. But the Reaganites and the people that had this, these formulas in the 1980s that thought, oh, the world will never change. We just believe in – open borders and free trade and, you know, just cut taxes by a couple points and everything will be just fine and dandy, have literally helped destroy the middle class in this country. It's shrinking every single day. You have an enormous group of people in poverty, basically a lot of freeloaders, and you have extremely rich people who've doubled their enormous wealth over the last 30 years. And you've seen the... Di- like the, members the of Congress? ...get destroyed. Yes, and members of Congress. So that, that Republican Party is ed- exiting states left because people are waking up and they're getting and those members are getting replaced with Republicans like myself who want to rebrand the party as a working class, pro-labor, populist, economic nationalist party. I'm glad you mentioned uh, you know, people getting rich while serving in Congress because that was going to be my next question. And here's what I think. When you have people like Mitch McConnell, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, who've been in Congress for decades and be- they become millionaires in the process, I think this is a perversion of the American tradition of public service. This is not at all what our founders ever intended to happen. So tell me how you feel about mandatory term limits to prevent people like them from becoming so entrenched in their positions of power they no longer care about the people they're supposed to represent and instead represent only those special interests that are make, making them multi-multi-millionaires. Every single elected official in our country at every single level of government must be term limited. It is the single greatest intervention or measure to ensure free and fair elections and a higher degree of ethics in government. There is no better solution than term limits. By creating term limits, you create competition. 
and you create more interest in the elected system because the swamp of incumbency doesn't just make everyone's eyes glaze over and they lose interest in the election because they happen to think that the guy they voted for the last 20 years or person, you know, for 30 years is doing such a great job. Everybody loves their own congressman, their own elected official, but, they're, but they think everybody else is terrible. The truth is they all work together as a whole to screw the middle class. So term limits makes it that they have to leave more often and you get fresh sets of eyes in office to look at what's going on and to make new decisions. And so I've championed term limits bills in my time in the Florida legislature. I'm a current state house rep in Florida, and I do a bill every year to pass a term limits bill for school board. And the Rhino Republican establishment fights me on it because they're taking money from school boards, uh, at, you know, behind closed doors, basically taxpayer-funded lobbying. But we need it for every level, and Congress obviously is the, of the utmost importance. I've already signed the term limits pledge for all members of Congress. Uh, with United States term limits, the biggest term limits organization in the country, and I'm the only person in my race to do so. Excellent. I, I'm, I'm sure you know that means you too, but that's fine. You do your terms and you get out and you move on to bigger and better things, right? Absolutely. I'm going to do my time and get out, but the truth is uh, that self-term limits are very important, but that's not real term limits. Term limits is passing a constitutional amendment to pass the system because of all the good guys who self-term limit leave Congress, Guess who's left? The people who hate term limits and will fight against you and me every single day to make sure it never happens. Right. So you got to get people like you who are actually going to push for it. All right. So today is July 5th, 2021. We're almost 250 years past the time that good guys with guns stood up to bad guys with guns and told them, quote, give me liberty or give me death. Now, if you're elected to Congress... What will you do to ensure that our Second Amendment rights that that started this country are not stepped all over or eradicated, as some might like? Well, absolutely. In the state legislature, I've had this single strongest record on the Second Amendment in the state. I've, I've sponsored legislation to make Florida a Second Amendment sanctuary. I filed a bill every year to create constitutional carry which means getting rid of gun permits for law-abiding citizens and all, so everybody can carry without a permit, but also at the same time allowing for open carry. I also sponsor the bill every year to get rid of red flag laws, which are insanely unconstitutional. So that's how I feel about the Second Amendment. That For me, the only law that is, you know, squares the Constitution, the only valid gun law, is the Second Amendment itself. Shall so not be infringed. That's it. Very simple. What part of shall not be infringed do they not understand? Uh, that that language appears nowhere else in the Bill of Rights. Shall It's very strong. Shall not be infringed. Duh. Um, I, you know, you brought this up earlier about, uh, you know, the middle class, you know, getting the shaft. And, you know, in the news lately, there's been uh, some talk about how the richest people in the country avoided paying taxes and, you know, Everyone should pay their fair share, and the middle class always gets left in the dust. We have one minute left before commercial. Elected to Congress with tax relief, do you seek to help the middle class like me? Forty-five seconds. Well, the biggest thing you can do right now is actually on the issue of immigration. The best way you can help the middle class is by stopping swamping our markets with illegal immigrants and immigrants. We need a moratorium on immigration, a total moratorium, a total pause, and we need to really build the wall, pass, verify, and start mass deportation. That's the single biggest thing we can do right now. Excellent. But next, I would say, in terms of the economy, 
cutting taxes for middle class small business owners and not the big woke corporations. All right, you heard it from Anthony Sabatini, Republican candidate for Congress in the Florida 6th Congressional District. we got to bring you back on. There's so much more I want to ask you. Thank you so much, Mr. Sabatini. We'll be right back after this break. Where faith and culture intersect. Buzzsaw Media. Freedom isn't free. You have to fight for it. Cut through all the ambivalence, propaganda, and misinformation. Buzzsaw Media is razor sharp. Assembling documentaries, presentations, podcasts, and various communication tools to disseminate the knowledge both to those who may agree or disagree. There are people in this country who would love to see this country fail. There are people waiting to see this country on fire. Enter into a personal quest for truth. Buzzsaw Media. YouTube. Facebook. And on all social platforms. Seek the truth. Buzzsaw Media. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hour every day of the week and all day Sunday. Dollar off drafts and house wines. $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events. Tonight it's trivia night. Tuesday's half pound burgers just five bucks. Liam Fitzpatrick's does catering and has a private room for your meetings and parties. Mention the Buff Show. Get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. LiamFitzpatrick's.com. Veritas Tactical. Tactical. A family and law enforcement owned company where you can get custom built ARs with purpose built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Sig Sauer, Smith & Wesson and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses and force on force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full-time gunsmith on site, Sarah coding services, laser engraving and more. Mention the Buff Show and get a $25 discount on courses. You'll find Veritas Tactical at 207 North Goldenrod Road, Suite 200 in Orlando. Contact Veritas Tactical, 407-309-3000. 407-309-3000. And at VeritasTactical.com. Veritas Tactical. Tactical. You work hard for your money. Did you know when you pay rent, you're probably paying the landlord's mortgage? Eddie Tavares from EXP Realty can help you change that from helping you get pre approved to finding your new home. Eddie Tavares will help you every step of the way. Call Eddie Tavares now at 407-747-9944. That's 407-747-9944. EddieTavares.exprealty.com. Be a part of the Buff Show. Call now at 407-774-8255. It's incredible what's happened. People are just walking into our country, and our country can never be the same. Now, here's your host, Matt Buff. And we are back on 94.9 FM Orlando, The Answer, at 950 on that AM dial. This is your co-host, Max Power on the Buff Show. Matt Buff is taking a well-earned day off today, and we are broadcasting live from the Liam Fitzpatrick studio here in Orlando on this July 5th, 2021. Independence Day recognized a federal and state holiday. Yes, we are working. Uh, We got the amazing and talented Pete on the bridge. We were just speaking with Anthony Sabatini, Republican candidate for Congress. I neglected to mention you can check out Mr. Sabatini's website at www.sabatini4congress.com. 
veritasdirectorsdefense.com. This next interview is brought to you by our sponsor, Veritas Tactical. Get all your firearms, ammo, tactical gear, and high-quality training at Veritas Tactical right here in Orlando on Goldenrod Road near the 408, www.veritastactical.com. Alex at Veritas Tactical is a big supporter of their show. He's really an awesome guy, incredibly knowledgeable and really friendly and easygoing. He's got a great setup. Please make sure you check him out. The man really knows his stuff. Okay, so our next guest hails from New York City. Dan Bibb is a graduate of Villanova University and Seton Hall Law School. He began his career as an assistant district attorney in the Manhattan District Attorney's Office in New York City in 1982 under the legendary district attorney Robert M. Morgenthau. You might remember him. He was elected while John F. Kennedy was president, worked well into his 90s up until about 10 years ago when he retired from the DA's office. Oh, I'm sorry, before he uh, retired from the DA's office, while he was at the DA's office, Dan investigated and tried some of that office's most high-profile matters, including criminal activity ranging from commercial fraud to homicide. When he retired from the DA's office after a 24-year career. Dan was a unit chief of the Cold Case Homicide Unit. A number of investigations and prosecutions Dan handled were the subject of full-length nonfiction books. So when Dan left the district attorney's office in 2006 after this career, he went into private practice as a criminal defense attorney. He joins us with some incredible uh, insight, having practiced criminal law for almost 40 years in Manhattan, New York City. Uh, as I said earlier, he was a co-worker with Cyrus Vance, the now-elected district attorney of Manhattan. Uh, who was prosecuting the Trump Organization and Alan Weisselberg. He also was a co-worker of the Honorable Juan Mershon, who is now the judge presiding over the case. Dan, welcome to the show. It's good to be here, Max. All right. Well, and thank you. Thank you for that introduction. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Your your credentials speak for themselves, really. And, you know, the, the fact that you have such incredibly rich experience in that one county of New York, which a lot of people don't know, the borough of Manhattan is also called New York County. It, you know, physically, it's extremely small, but population wise, uh, it's got an incredibly high number of people living in it, and there's also an incredibly high number of prosecutions just because of the amount of people that are concentrated in such a small area. Am I correct? That is correct. Uh, when when I began in 82, there was probably an average from 82 to well into the 90s, anywhere between 120 and 175,000 prosecutions, including misdemeanors and felonies all the way up to homicide. Wow. So, as we know, the news broke last week of the indictment that came out of this very long, um, protracted grand jury investigation in Manhattan of the uh, what they call the Trump Organization, which is really a couple of different corporations that... Uh, that operate uh, as the Trump was part of the Trump enterprise. Alan Weisselberg, who's the CFO of one of those corporations, was the only person indicted, uh, and both corporations are indicted. Take us through the indictment. Tell us who is being charged with what and what Mr. Weisselberg is facing in terms of possible sentence. Well, the they are charged. Both the Trump Organization and Mr. Weisselberg are charged in all in all counts. Uh, the, the Top count, although not listed first, is grand larceny in the second degree. That there was a theft in excess of fifteen thousand dollars. Grand larceny in the second degree in New York is a Class C nonviolent felony. Carries a minimum of what's called a conditional discharge. In other words, unsupervised probation 
all the way up to five to 15 years in state prison. They're also charged with a scheme to defraud, which is a class E felony. Uh, and that is the lead count in the indictment, although not the top count. And I think, of course, they, they put that as the lead count in the indictment because the scheme to defraud requires much more explanation than simply stating that they stole $50,000 or in excess of $50,000. The scheme to defraud allowed the DA's office to put forth their theory of the case in in quite a bit of detail. Um, so they let off with scheme to defraud because it allowed them to detail what they saw as the scheme. And isn't that, that scheme, sorry, isn't that scheme basically, you know, in a nutshell, that uh, the corporations paid some of Mr. Weisselberg's uh, living expenses and personal expenses as sort of extra income under the table. Yes, that's that's in probably 10 pages of verbiage, that's basically what it boils down to. Okay, so basically that, what, what they did was what every restaurant and waiter in the country does when it comes to uh, tips and shift pay and stuff like that. Um, yes, and thank goodness I did that as well. Helped me put my way through college and law school, and uh, the statute of limitations is long since passed on that. We can't prosecute you for that anymore. Uh, but they can prosecute Weisselberg. So um, this is one of the questions I've always had, and you know, I know a lot of people out there is, how do you criminally prosecute a corporation? Because we're told corporations are not people, not people, and they're not people. Well, they're not people for some reasons in the law, but they are reason they are people for reasons in terms of criminal prosecution. If you prosecute a corporation, who goes to prison? Does a corporation goes to prison? What happens if if the corporation is convicted? Fines. And, and potential forfeiture. Okay. Now, along with this, although it has not been filed, is the potential for a civil forfeiture action. Unlike federally and in many states where forfeiture allegations accompany a charging document in a criminal case, in New York and indeed in New Jersey as well, forfeiture actions are filed in civil court. So there is a possibility that there will be a forfeiture action filed against both Mr. Weisselberg and the corporation okay. seeking money, money, and that's and that's additional money on top of fines, court costs, etc. Stuff that you'd have to pay yes. in the criminal yes. case. Okay, um, so uh, forgive me if uh, if I sound jaundiced, but uh, this is all about the Benjamins. Is that what it is? And uh, I don't think so. Um, this isn't—they're not going to get much out of the Trump organization because the fines for grand larceny in the second degree, although I haven't looked them up, are not really much in comparison to what the, the Trump organization uh, represents in terms of monetary value. Uh, the fines are would be a drop in their corporate coffers. It wouldn't matter— a bit, if they had to pay the maximum fine on every count. I think they indicted the Trump organization because they wanted the Trump name in the indictment. I see. And the only way to do that was to indict the organization. Um, it gets press attention. And in my estimation, this, 
from the beginning, and I think just about even my liberal, my, my exceedingly liberal defense attorney friends, one of whom comes to mind, but I won't name him, um, see this as transparently politically motivated. Okay, and, that, and that's what that a lot of people seem to have a problem with is, you know, we know that this investigation has been going on for years, and from all appearances, it sounded like at one point former Trump attorney Michael Cohen may have even testified in the grand jury as a prosecution witness. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that think this indictment means that Donald Trump himself or one of his kids is going to get criminally prosecuted next. Um, there's a lot of people that think, like you just said, that this is politically motivated and just meant to splash the newspapers. Do you think that Donald Trump or one of his kids will ever be criminally prosecuted as a result of this indictment and anything that might flow from this indictment? You know, I, I really couldn't answer that question, but I can speculate. Um, first of all, you have, a, you have a new incoming district attorney, Alvin Bragg, although having won, only won the primary, he, he will be the next district attorney in New York County. Um, he's a Democrat, although there is a general election in November. Um, the, it would be surprising if the Republican nominee got 15 to 20 percent of the vote. So it all depends on what Mr. Bragg um, wants to do. And Mr. Bragg um, has, bra- has bragged. <laughs> repeatedly during his campaign campaign that he, when he was in the attorney general's office, uh, successfully sued Donald Trump's corporate entities on a number of, on, on a few, quite a few occasions. So he's kind of shown his cards, but beyond what's in the indictment, we really don't know what the evidence is. Let me take that speculation a little bit further. Let's assume for a minute that Michael Cohen has been cooperating with the Manhattan DA's office, and I think that's a fair assumption. Let's assume that he's been interviewed uh, a number of times. And, you know, Michael Cohen was was Donald Trump's personal attorney, supposedly had inside information on Donald Trump and various nefarious plots uh, to silence witnesses. But there's nothing in this indictment First of all, that would have required Michael Cohen's testimony because the paper speaks for itself. And Michael Cohen is himself a tarnished witness. Michael Cohen is a witness who, if you ever wanted to call at a public trial as a prosecutor, you would have to corroborate every last word that he said. In other words, if you were sitting in a room with all the windows and and drapes shut, couldn't see outside, and Michael Cohen came in and said, hey, the sun just rose, you'd want to walk outside and make sure that the sun had actually come up. So Michael Cohen is a tarnished witness, and if he's, it would be surprising to me that if they're putting their faith in Michael Cohen and what he has been, what he has alleged publicly, at least, about Mr. Trump, it's surprising that they haven't already charge Mr. Trump. I so, see. Uh, you know, this is this is all rank speculation. I don't know. But coming from there, a guy who's been in that office for almost four, you know, in that in that mix for almost 40 years, it sounds like you know your stuff. Well, you know, these are things that I did. 
Um, when I was in the DA's office, I took tarnished witnesses and polished them as much as I could to present them to a jury. And by polishing them, I mean corroborating everything they had to say. Um, and I did it on a regular basis. All right. Uh, especially, especially when bodies were dropping like flies in Manhattan. We were averaging 900, over 900 homicides a year uh, just, in, just in the island of Manhattan alone. Um, so and many of them drug-related homicides. Yeah. So that's what that's what I did. That's what many of my colleagues did. All right, all right. Uh, we need to take a break. Dan, stay with us through the break. Uh, we are talking with sure. Dan Bibb, a criminal defense attorney from New York City on the Trump Organization indictment. We will be right back after these words. Don't touch that dial. If tomorrow all the things were gone. Work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Hey, Central Florida, are you ready for solar power? Then call All Solar Energy, Florida's premier solar provider. With 20-plus years in the solar and energy conservation products industry, they take a genuine whatever-is-best-for-the-customer stance in every decision they make. All Solar Energy provides thermal solar for pool heat, domestic water heating, solar electric panels, radiant barrier, attic insulation and fans, ICR HVAC, energy-efficient windows, and so much more. And in July only, get a free home generator with the install of a home energy reduction package. Just mention the Buff Show. Call 866-412-4218. 866-412-4218. Go online to allsolarenergy.com. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning is the official pressure washing company of The Buff Show. While Matt's doing the dirty work on the show, Action Plus Pressure Washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in Central Florida. They use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures, driveways, pool decks, houses, and commercial property. They even clean large and small parking lots and buildings. Wow! Action Plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance, one-time service to weekly service, mowing, weeding, edging, and trimming, and hauling away debris. You can get more than one service, and they offer bundle pricing. Check out their weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at actionpluspressurecleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please. Since 2012, Cellulartronics has been providing Central Florida with the best phone repair, electronics repair, and computer repair. They fix all electronics from iPhone, Samsung, Sony, and many more. They also do TV repair and fix your tablets. Right now, you can get a glass back cover for the iPhone 8 to an iPhone X for only $95. iPhone 11 and up back covers are only $120. They've got two locations to serve you, one in Sanford, the other in DeBerry. Visit Cellulartronics.com or call them at 386-516-6185. That's Cellulartronics.com or call them at 386-516-6185. Cellulartronics. Get up close and personal with the Buff Show. Vice President Harris is not attempting to, trying to, secure the border in any way, shape, or form. President Biden's objective is to destroy the border. Now here's your host, Matt Buff. 
And we're back on The Buff Show, 94.9 FM, The Answer, Orlando, 950 on that AM dial. Today is July 5th, 2021. This is your co-host, Max Power. We gave Buff the night off. We have on the line with us Dan Bibb, a practicing criminal defense attorney who comes with a wealth of experience um, from New York City, having practiced criminal law almost exclusively in the borough and county of Manhattan for almost 40 years now. Dan is talking to us about the indictment against Alan Weisselberg and the uh, Trump organization. Dan, welcome back from the break. Good to be back. All right. So, uh, you know, this is sort of a two-part question, um, what I wanted to ask you before we moved on to uh, Bill Cosby, but... um, a lot of these counts talk about alleged criminal conduct against Weisselberg and the Trump organization that go back four, five, six years, some of it even longer. Uh, does Weisselberg have any sort of a statute of limitations defense to any of these charges? And in the end of the day, is that going to matter? Because as I read through the indictment, it alleges both state and federal income tax fraud. So is there a chance that Weisselberg and or the corporations can face simultaneous prosecution in federal court for federal tax fraud? That I'll deal with the second part first. It's possible. Um, and I'd like to note that this is the first time I've ever seen a defendant indicted in state court for basically stealing tax money from the federal government. Never seen that before. This is a new one even for but you. 40 years it, of practice. I, when I, when I, you know, the scheme to defraud requires, requires multiple victims. And in that count, they named the United States government, New York State government, and the city of New York. So there's no, no person that was harmed. It was, it was the federal, state, and local government that was harmed because they were not able to get tax Collect- money. Tax money. Wow. Well, okay. So I, I've never, I've never seen a state prosecutor accuse somebody of stealing from the federal government. Okay. Of course, there may be, there may be somebody out there who has, but in almost forty years of doing this, I haven't, and I've never heard of it either. That was one of the interesting things I, I thought of when I read the indictment. All right. What about a statute of limitations defense? I mean, they're they're talking well, about some stuff. Statute of limitations is a different issue entirely. They're they're alleging the scheme was carried out over a course of a long period of time, and as long as that scheme continues, the statute of limitation continues to be pushed out. So, in the conspiracy counts. Um, in the schemes of defraud, in the conspiracy counts, the schemes of defraud counts, counts, uh, the statute of limitations is, is told by continuing behavior. And I would be surprised if they didn't make a statute of limitations argument, but I think it will fail. Okay. Now, uh, one last question on this indictment before we turn our, uh, our our attention to Mr. Cosby. The indictment references unindicted co-conspirators. Obviously, they don't give any names. Uh, is there any indication well, of who I, they I might be? They, I think I think they hint in there that his son uh, received some benefits. You mean Weisselberg's son? Right. Weisselberg's okay. son received benefits. 
um, everybody, you know, in any conspiracy account, they'll, they'll always allege unindicted co-conspirators, uh, co-conspirators. But it would shock me if they'll ever find Donald Trump's fingerprints, figurative fingerprints, on authorizing uh, extra benefits for Mr. Weisselberg and telling people in his corporation how to book those extra benefits on the corporate ledgers. It would surprise me. It, it wouldn't just surprise me, it shocked me if they found his figurative fingerprints on anything like that. And if there was, they would have, why not charge him now? Why wait? Right. And it almost sounds like one of those kinds of cases where, you know, the um, the bookkeeper or the accountant uh, starts writing themselves checks out of the company account without the boss knowing. And then once the boss finds out, you know, they get fired and they get arrested or that sort of thing. You know, does this case sound like it could be something like that where Weisselberg, the, the chief financial officer, decides to, hey, you know what, let me... Let me get myself. Let me give myself a little bit of a raise here. Let me uh, get some of this money well, and pay myself if, off. The if book. he's CFO, think of it this way: if he's CFO, he certainly has the authority to do that, wouldn't you think? Yeah, right. Chief financial that, officer. It's in the name. Chief, chief financial officer. He's the boss of the money. So why would it? It wouldn't require Mr. Trump's signature to to do what they alleged he did. And, just, and let's assume that he did do it. Oftentimes these things, when they're discovered, are handled civilly, where back taxes and penalties and interests are paid. Um, you're probably going to, you know, a civil fine, and you say, don't do it again. But again, you know, this is Donald Trump and his organization. Right. This has been handled differently from the beginning. Of course. With not just not just Cy Vance, but with Lisa James, the attorney general, also getting in on the uh, getting in on the press when uh, the arraignment took place, but also jumping on the van on the anti Trump bandwagon. All right. All right. Let's turn now to Bill Cosby. Last week, um, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court releases a 79 page decision, in the majority opinion, basically dismissing all of reversing Cosby's convictions, number one, and dismissing the charges against him. He cannot be prosecuted again. Um, and this is one of the things that gets my goat watching some of the news coverage out there on both sides. I'm talking the Fox News channel, the CNN, everything on the right and on the left. You see a lot of these pundits talk about, well, Cosby got off on on a technicality. What do you say to that? They're morons. There is is nothing less of a technicality than safeguarding someone's constitutional rights. And the, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court put it superbly at various points in the opinion, and I'm not going to go over and quote it, but they, Pennsylvania Supreme Court said this is a, a rare instance where a rare remedy must be invoked to protect someone's constitutional rights. You know, the, the local prosecutor made a promise, and Mr. Cosby relied on that promise to his detriment, implicated himself, 
and criminal wrongdoing, and then they used it against him at his trial. Um, I read this. I've read the Supreme Court opinion, Pennsylvania Supreme Court opinion, twice. They covered every single base that you could possibly cover, and they hit the nail right on the head. When a prosecutor makes a promise and someone relies on it to their detriment, the promise must be enforced. And it is not a technicality. It is far from it. It is a due process violation that I've, frankly, I've never seen before. And when I was following this, uh, when, it, when I was following the hearing, you know, mostly in the press, although I do have a friend that practices in regularly in Montgomery County, he had some inside information. I was actually shocked that the judge let this go forward. Wow. And here we are on the 5th of July, the federal holiday for the 4th of July, talking about due process. Everything is coming full circle. Dan Bibb, thank you so much for that incredible insight. We've we'll got to get you back on the show someday. Anytime, Max. It was a pleasure. All right. That was Dan Bibb, practicing criminal defense attorney. You can find him on Google, Bibb Law, and all your criminal defense needs in New York City. Hopefully you don't need them. This is Max Power. Join us again tomorrow night on The Buff Show. Matt Buff will be back here. We'll have lots of great coverage for you. We'll see you then. News, opinion, passion. AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer. W-O-R-L. Orlando. It's 8 o'clock.